I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. And today we also have Jason on the show as we are wrapping up season two today. We are going to do a season two recap, highlight some of the best and worst takes of season two. And Jason is going to walk us through the through these. Uh, very similar to play of the week. Tyler and Lou and I have not seen these. So this will uh, this will be fun to live react to some of our best and worst takes this season. What's going on, fellas? It's been a while, boys. It's been like three weeks. It has. It's been a very long time. Two two weeks. I think two, two weeks. No, feels two like two years, guys. I missed you so much. A lot's happened. It did. The the COVID ran through the locker room. It did. Kate took out a couple of the boys. Coming off some big news last night. Fanatics. Quiron Tops. There's been some crazy sales. Spider-Man PMG. I'm excited to get into this thing. I have no idea. Tannehill's got to be in there somewhere. somewhere. Listen, I'll say this. Jason texted me over break and was like, if there's any person who should feel good going into this recap show, it's me. So I'm ready to roll. So I'm ready to roll. I wouldn't expect anything less. I mean, Georgia. Yeah, right. Lou had a sneaky good season with his takes. Like you guys will see in a second. It's uh it's pretty it's impressive. Impressive. It is funny how his former college football team got smoked by his current foot college football. I don't know who you're talking about. I saw a great playoff. football game that was dominated by the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> got it. I think I put yeah, Penn State did. in the playoff. And... <laughs> he definitely did. <laughs> and I also talked about the Browns being the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, let's get it. <laughs> yep, you did. Let's not ruin it. Let's uh, let's get into it. So, Jay, what do we got? All right, so I'm going to start it off by it's basically done in chronological, and and these are some of the bigger topics before we get into good and bad takes. Just to talk about, kind of reflect on on where we were at. So back in January, this is you know the that the first Dallas show that we went to, and uh, you guys started to notice, especially you, Ryan, that the market was changing. So I'm going to play this clip and see what you guys think. This isn't just football, basketball, and baseball cards anymore. Not at all. This this is everything else. There's there's always vintage, right? I don't pay a ton of attention to that because that's not really my market. Just something I don't know as much about. Um, but there's a lot of soccer. There's a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot of a lot of stuff. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of other sports outside of basketball, football, and baseball at this show. Sports and entertainment. Sure. The entertainment aspect, I think, you know, we talk about it a lot. Like, we we've... We were talking about Pokemon a lot. We were talking about soccer a lot. We talked about Pokemon a lot. Entertainment, I think we haven't gotten to as yeah. much. So we talked about Marvel a little bit a couple weeks back. Sure. Yep. Um, but like Marvel, Star Wars, Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Like all that stuff, I think, is so underrated in a world where this collectible, this type of collectible continues to expand. Yeah. I picked up this 77 Star Wars Luke Skywalker PSA 8 that I'm super pumped about. Spot on. That was a year ago, and you guys basically predicted the, uh, you know, what was coming with the entertainment market. It looks like that played out pretty well. That's crazy. That didn't really even touch on what happened with WADA. There's so much that happened in the last year. Obviously, 
not only I think what started as sports cards, basketball, football, you know, baseball, then bled into what we saw a lot of Marvel, Star Wars, different movie things, hockey had a moment, but also then if you start thinking about the fractional platforms like Rally and just what people are investing in, game, video games, um, comics, you know, are all a little bit blending into one and my main takeaway is I really miss the Dallas show. Next weekend. When I see this clip, <laughs> like really miss yeah. It's next weekend, the 13th, 14th, 15th. I may no longer be going to Atlanta. Are you going, right? Yeah, I'm supposed to be going, yeah. Sneaky. I got to say, Lou was kind of early Marvel. Lou, Lou, and really that's where James came into play. I was too early. You were too early. Yeah, because this is a year ago, and it took basically a full year, but Marvel is definitely hot now. Well, we're going to get into that later, I promise you. All right, Jay, what? Anyway, so this, this clip is from the exact same show in January, and what I found interesting is you guys were starting to realize at this show that the base card market was starting to drop a little bit. And let's take play this clip. Yeah, I mean, like, let's call it what it is for the people who aren't here. Luca base 10s are doing $1,100 cash here. Like that's oh my people are going to hear that and be very confused by that information, but that's the way it is. Holy is that a function of there being a lot of it here? And the people who are at this show are people who know what they're doing potentially and not, not know what they're doing, but they're more of the dealer uh, buyer and sellers. People you talk to on Instagram, as opposed to a national where you get more of the normal day-to-day collector there and the prices are different and it's lower than eBay. Yeah. But I think $1,100 cash for a, a Luca base PSA 10 that was doing 2K two months ago would be very surprising to, to a lot of people. Chad is insane. Those are down under $500, I think. Yeah, just so we're clear, I just searched Luca PSA 10, Luca Prison PSA 10, and there's one a PSA 10 sitting for $485.89. $485.99. Chad. Yeah, I think at that point it even sounded crazy at $1,100 because they were doing like $1,415 or something like that. And to think about where it is now is pretty crazy. But it was an inevitable situation, I feel like. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what those look like even more, you know, another year from now. Are those cards ever going to get back up above six, seven hundred or those cards going to just continue to, you know, doesn't help that they're not. There's a lot of them. That's it's going to be interesting. They're not awesome. The Mavs. And you mean the Mavs? The Mavs. Also, Luca has. Here we are on Jan 3rd, 2022. Zion pretty much is around, like doesn't play. Literally might, is, is as close to being Greg Oden as he is Luca, which is crazy. When he's on the court, he's been a monster. But, I mean, there's a real world where he ends up having less of a career than Chris Tapp's Porzingis. Ty, real quick, which would you rather have a case of? 2019 2020 prison basketball or 2020 2021 prison basketball you said 18 19 or 2021 no 1920 with zion and jaw or 2020 2021 with lamello and anthony Edwards. i think lamello and lamello is the biggest of them all i think what a year it has been if that is the, the case yeah. and i believe a lot of people would agree with that statement yeah <sighs> The NBA is in a. T- I mean, the NBA to me is in a tough spot. If you look around Twitter and people talking about the NBA, like more players have, now COVID, obviously, but 
I mean, Udonis Haslam was dropping buckets. Like Joe the NBA Johnson. is in a weird place. Uh, I saw Joe Jay was signed in ten, ten days. I saw Joe was signed in ten days. Um, so, look, dart, a million people tuned into the, you were saying the darts championship live stream. Our attention is being splintered in a million different ways, and Zion's not even playing basketball. Luca seems like he put on a good amount of weight and hasn't been performing. And I don't want to go into a stat, so it might bury me, but they don't, they're not commanding much attention. Um, my man, Josh Giddy, though. So that's what I would, I would say. NBA generally based cards. I don't think we'll see the strongest recovery, but I think there's still stars and opportunities and plays to be made in basketball. No doubt about it. Jay, what else we got? All right, so on the next uh, slide, well, I, I could play like a million different clips from, from this, but I'm just going to run this and then let you guys talk about some memories. Uh, we are officially in the mix. We have uh, a show that we've been working on in partnership with eBay that we are excited to bring to everyone, and we are going and we are calling it Card Talk Live. That was fun. Card Talk Live was fun. Yeah, Card Talk Live was fun. Uh it was very well put together I, for someone that was not involved in the, you know, production of that. It was, uh, it was very, very well done. I'm, I'm excited to run the next one, whether it's live virtual or live in person, uh, whenever that looks, you know, whenever that happens. But yeah, that was, that was fun. That was, that was very well put together. I think Lou and Rye like more or less pulled up the car talk live knowing like 5% of what was That would be a high percentage for me, just so we're clear. I had no idea what was happening. I had no idea who was on it. I had no idea what was happening. We figured it out. So it was great. Yep, agreed. I mean, when Pat Pat, Pat was the first person to come on and pretty much was naked in his studio. It was like all bets are off. Here we go. That was wild. That was good. Okay, so big news broke. Obviously, this is from that episode when uh, it was announced that Panini had taken over the license. And I think Tyler's take was interesting here. So let's run that. And Tobbs and Panini are still businesses. And everyone's like, this change, freaking out about this change. Well, if this change didn't happen, guess what? Panini was going public via SPAC with A Rod, and Tobbs was going public via SPAC with. The C, the former head of Disney. So, like, it was happening anyway. This crew just pulled it off. So, what I'm trying to say is, like, yes, it's a lot of change, but at the same time, this change has been happening. These moments, the shoe drops, and everyone freaks out. So, Jay, so just for the listeners, uh, Jay said Panini, he meant Fanatics. But yeah, obviously, some big news dropping yesterday that Fanatics uh, has acquired Tops. Um, Ty, I think that the thing I take away from this is you talk about like the shoe dropping, like it happened then it happened yesterday. It's going to continue to happen. There's going to be plenty more opportunities in 2022 where more news, more deals. This is going to continue to evolve in the next, you know, three to four years. This, you know, what, what happened on whenever that episode was that the landscape of what the market was going to look like is going to change 50 times by the time that. Fanatics takes over and everything, you know, uh, unravels. Yeah, I uh, we talked about it, I think, a little bit in the last episode. Um, but going into this year, maybe it's been 
it's been longer than COVID, but we're two months out from being 24 months into this pandemic. I remember one of the early kind of days and combos, Rye, of like, is this all based on the pandemic, the demand? Um, So much has changed. I think going into this year, the hobby, if you take the hobby, is positioned with more opportunity than ever for collectors, for investors, for flippers. I also think in general, what we're seeing is a a younger generation that is realizing that they can invest in things. I'm 30. When I was 18, there wasn't one, we didn't have iPhones. So you didn't, the only way to go on eBay and look up something was your desktop at home, which probably had like some dial up. Where I'm trying to go is the overall fractional alternative investment market is just getting going. And if you think about fanatics and you think about Michael Rubin going on CNBC or whatever he went on this morning and announcing a deal to acquire tops, I mean, they have goals to grow the size of the trading card market significantly. And that's in a world where NFTs and digital collectibles are also exploding. And so what I would say is there's still a lot that's going to shake out. We were primed for a big event, the Mint Collective, which is like a new take on almost maybe the National in Vegas that just got postponed for some COVID reasons. But I think we it's clear to me now that if there ever is a day where we say the pandemic is officially over, um, I don't think we're just going to see all of a sudden a change in the demand. I think supply and demand is playing out, cost of Luca versus volume of Luca. But boy, do I think there's more opportunity than ever in the hobby and in the alternative asset market in general going into this year. I do believe that. Yeah, I think we talked about it in different ways. The whole industry was just primed for like major changes and major growth and acquisitions. And I think this year it'll be like mergers where it's like Fanatics playing tops and Card Ladder and PSA and da 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 da. So I think that this clip is indicative of a larger thing about cards that we kind of felt the whole time. All right. So as so as we got closer to Ryan's favorite event of the year, Lou asked a question that sparked a phenomenon. Until the national is over and we're past that, that is going to be what is on my mind. Can I get a countdown? Yeah. Right, where are we at? Uh today would be until the show officially starts, because we record on Tuesday. Today is Tuesday since we're recording. So tomorrow would be three weeks until it starts. So we're at twenty two days officially. But we get in on Tuesday, so it's kind of three weeks. I get, we'll, I get on yeah. Monday. Oh, sorry. I mean, so you're under three weeks. We're, we're flexing. Okay. The countdown. What's the countdown right now? Hold on. He has it on his phone. We're That's going the funniest to part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have it on my phone. I got to Google it. 204 days. 204 days. 204 countdown's days. back. I I like the idea of like a year long countdown clock. AC's gonna be lit. We're gonna have the dinner for the the uh, play of the week winners. I want to play a little golf over there oh, too. Can't wait to be an AC and sell some cards. Yeah, it seems to be great. All right, so then the national arrived, and uh, Lou made a friend. And let's break it down in two clips. My answer, 
You're going back to IG to see who hits Cruises, you. Understore. Oh. oh, my goodness. Underscore He's the Otani guy? Uh, no, no. Understore. Just... Stop. He's 12. He has a better collection than me. The future of Wish I had that He has a better collection than I'll ever have, and I'm in the process of trying to peel away a cosmic Joe Burrow from him. And if I don't get it, I'm going to cry. Is he still I know trapping he, you? This yeah, he's kid, crushing me. Hey. He pulled it out of a cosmic pack. He graded it to 10. He's 12 years old. He got a 10? Yes, he did. My he's man DM DM'd me and asked me about it. Hey, check this out. Yeah, it's it's really annoying. Hey. Oh, he DM'd me. Hey. What number is the booth? 405. This kid. Is yes, he he's, back? A, this he's kid. a legend. Cruise wow. legend. Love that kid to death. Next, like the future leader of sports Yeah, 20, 2035 national. He runs the show. This is the best thing we ever did, by the way. Okay, and then... The next day, we were live on, on the main stage, and Lou tried to steal the deal on stage. I'm making a request to Ryan that we'd switch because you want to get up, tight? Yeah, yeah. We're bringing up Cruz's card stop, and I'm in the midst of the battle of my life to get this card. <laughs> Are you guys going to do the deal on stage? So we haven't talked about that? Is that what you, you're trying to sabotage? I'm not trying to sabotage. Like I'm just trying to make it clear that I need to have this card, Cruz. So, Cruz, to my understanding... You came by the booth yesterday. Yeah. You came across Lou and yeah. you guys spent 30, 45 minutes just yeah. diving deep into all things. For the next six hours, Lou couldn't stop singing your praises yeah. while at the same time he's trying to negotiate a deal with you. And and it feels like you have him in a steel trap yeah. and, and in a blender. Not only did he have me in a steel trap, he had me in like a like just a torture chamber. I think about that card all the time. Did you end up getting it? No. Dang. No, I did not. But I will say this. He would have had the upper hand. Because what we were going to do was a 2013, the Curry Kaboom was what we were going to trade for it. And it turns out that the Curry Kaboom has gotten a little hot. So it's currently higher. But I did want that card really bad. Bro looks good. Rocking his jersey today. And Curry is. Yeah, yeah. Lou brought it up Ryan earlier. And, That's a good job. By you, right? Earlier this year and said something about I wore a jersey. Figured we'd wear for the. Season two recap. Who are you rooting for in the wild card round when the Patriots play the Bengals? Mm, that's a good question, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, Lou, I love it. You were in a Michigan. You were a Michigan fan your entire life. Fan since day one. Yep. And all of a sudden, so who'd you root for in Michigan, Georgia? Georgia. It was pretty easy. I no, right. Listen, I have I, I have principles and you do not. I rest my case. That was a good point. That was a good point. Jay, next next clip, please. All right. So anyway, we got to the point of the show now where we're going to break down the good takes. I'm going to give you guys the good stuff first and then we're going to do the bad takes. And I'm not going to talk much. I'm just going to run these clips and, and let you guys have some fun with them. So the first good take. I feel like the people that I that we like joke about. And I, like I feel like the people who are like I don't get this. This is stupid. I don't like it. So it's not real, mm-hmm. right? So I'm I'm having an inner conversation with myself. I'm like, do I, I? Let's use Top Shot as the example. There's nothing hotter on planet Earth right now. It feels like than Top Shot, and I just can't figure it out, right? Like I just can't. I I can't understand for the life of me what everyone's doing. Yeah, we're just buying them for four hundred, and then you sell them for seven hundred. I'm like. Why? That is that is the truest thing I've ever seen. That that thing tanked. <laughs> that is the yeah, biggest scam I've ever there. seen. 
That's Ryan Johnson. That's it's Ryan out there Johnson for sure. using the word scam. Not Lou, not Tyler. That is Ryan Johnson. He's like, they're selling for 400. We're buying them for 400, selling them for 700. But why? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Top shot, yeah, had its moment for sure. But whatever happened to the NFL all day thing? I don't I, I don't know. I feel like they might be going through some legal issues. I don't know when the NFL thing. I thought it was going to launch. They were advertising it. They were advertising it. They were running some promo during NFL for it. Phil Mickelson came out and was like, yeah, we should be making way more money because PJ is just going to make like a top shot version of that. I spent a lot of time in NFT, digital collectible land. I think that there is a huge market, and I do think that there's super legitimacy for collecting digital goods. I do believe that. And when I see that Top Shot's super down bad, uh, then I'm like, all right, well, Lucas down bad too. But the the key, I think, point was that at the time, even, you couldn't take your money out of Top Shot. So, like, even the year 400 to 600, the only thing you can do with the 600 is just buy more Top Shot. Sounds familiar to Vivi, which is, <laughs> Jay, I guess, sold all of his stuff the other night. I did. I was sick of that same thing, and I'm trying to take lessons from from what I'm seeing in Top Shot. I saw, you know, th- there was a lawsuit or something pending or something, and, you know, because of exactly what you're explaining, Tyler, where they propped up an artificial market but based on not being able to cash out, and that scares me, so I sold most of my Vivi stuff. To get back to Top Shot real quick, just want to make a quick point and like respect to everyone involved. Remember when it was like, yo, Terrence Ross is buying top shots. That's pretty cool. And it was like, who cares about Terrence Ross? Respect to Terrence Ross. You, you, you were, you nailed it. You nailed it. And you nailed it. Duh. Duh. You nailed it. <laughs> right. Do you want any top Series shot? one LeBron hollow. You feel like the people we joke about. It's going to be good. It's more or less like we counted out the, you know, we counted out the Clippers and Lou's like, no, they're in. And it's like, oh, you did say, <laughs> Lou said, we're like, no, the Clippers. You know, losing. We're, we're pretty much looking at the Clippers. Yeah, we're pretty much looking at, sure <laughs> enough. Down to one, Kawhi is half a leg. Sure enough. Three in a row. Get silver on the line. Something smells fishy. But they're finished. The Clippers are down 2 Let me give you guys the full story. The Clippers are down 2-1. I, in my brain, thought they were up 2-1. So I was like, oh, so we're good to go. Okay. And then you guys crushed me. I kind of just let it ride. And then they won. So <laughs> You pretty much boiled down a team down Locked in to go to the, the finals, basically. Is what I said. And then they made a run. How did the playoffs play out? The Bucs beat the Suns. The Bucs beat KD the Suns. KD had his foot on the line. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was Suns and four. Remember, remember Suns the Clippers. That was good times. Who the Clippers come back? They were down two one to who? The Clippers were Mavericks. down two one to the Mavericks, and then they went on and played the Jazz the in the next round. That was when they touched eighteen hundred. Remember? Mm-hmm. All right, Lou. We, we've we've done this a couple times. Where where are we in the panic meter for the for the Kansas City Chiefs? I'm not worried about the thoughts. You can't. There's no such thing as the panic division meter. They can playoff maker. They could go 0 and 16. <laughs> they might sneak. They might backdoor it in. 
playoffs. They could be this. They could be the last seed, and I'd still be like, till you beat them. Okay, and then it started to get a little bit murky. They, they had a bad game against the Giants, and then we have this. Can we talk about the fact that the Chiefs are four and four, one game out? Yeah, but they look real. Like Mahomes looked bad. They barely beat the Giants. Like they, he looks bad, Ty. Like it's bad. Anyway, padding meter. If we're going like if this is the middle, I'm like right over here. Ooh, wow! So, so that, there's still think, plenty of time. And then they look great on national TV, and we have this. Probably predict Lou's going to update the meter and have it the other way. This the time. Chiefs are back. Back. They're in first place. Back. Fully back. Home field advantage in the playoffs. Back. I might have alluded to it the last couple episodes, but I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, and what I found funny is that Lou is the one who was getting all the props for not being worried, but it just seems to me like Tyler the entire time was the one who was the least I think worried, they're not that good now. Even though Lou is starting to waver a little bit from his not great. worried stance. Tyler was just like, we're four and four. I saw something that was kind of – that pretty much said Herbert and Burrow. Like Burrow is now the GOAT because he beat – That's a little silly. Points. But I don't I, – After they beat him, it was like, now they're legit. That was definitely a big win for the Bengals. But I, I don't – I don't know, man. They just don't seem – like their defense doesn't seem like they got enough. But it was a great take by me. They're the number two seed in the AFC, just saying. And and Tyler. Do we think the Packers? Do we the think Packers the Packers are probably the best the best team in the league? Legit. Yeah, agreed. Packers are good. Quarterbacks on another level. They haven't been to the chip in ten years. Wow. That's true. Yeah, twenty eleven. They've lost in that. I think they've lost in the NFC title four times. Like. To me, it feels like it feels like the two best teams are the Chiefs and the and the Packers, but I think the Packers are a lot better than Chiefs. This whole, I'm going to be frank, this whole extra week of the NFL has thrown me for such a loop. Kind of stinks, to be honest. Kind of yeah, feels like, what are we doing here? I'm aligned. I thought the regular season ended like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do we got, Jay? Um, can I do my favorite pickup? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for you to jump in here. Yeah. <laughs> we knew what this was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm hyped. I'm super hyped on the so those cards, those are ni- those are 1990 Marvel cards. I th- wish I had more tens to be honest with you, because I think the tens are like a super premium. But we were too early on that. That's shout out to James for sure. He's the one who put me onto that. I think we were too early. I think if I bought those this year, I'd be a lot more excited about them. I would agree. I still have those boxes. Remember how much those shot up? That was crazy. A ton. I mean, as someone who just watched Avengers for the first time this past week, yeah, those are a play. I mean, the clip that I don't think is in here was us gassing on PMGs like heavily. And the PMG Marvels are insanity. I was ha- I was having a hard time finding that clip. Yeah, I remember talking about them and I was like, oh yeah, they're like 300 raw. That seems too high. So stupid. All right, well, you may have been too a little bit too early on the Marvel trend, but you were not too early on this one, Lou. Yeah, listen, I don't want to say I'm at the forefront of the F1 collecting community, but I would probably call myself an influencer. Got it. Who's your uh who's your who's your favorite? Uh, Lewis driver? Lewis Hamilton, he's really good. Oh, got it. And then there's a guy named Max Verstappen. Don't test me because low key I do know the people who are in it. <laughs> right. Right. He, what team, so what, team what you're telling us is you know more F1 than you do about soccer. By a country mile. It's not even close. <laughs> I just want to make a point. 
someone to my right on the screen was a little bit anti-F1 in that clip. He was kind of making some jokes about knowing who the drivers were. Like, oh, you're collecting F1. Ha, ha, ha. Just saying. I, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're super not wrong. I was, I was, I was blinded by the light. You know, it was just. Man, F1. I'm all in now. Like, it's the best. Yeah, I'm pretty. I tell you, I'm with soccer now, so we're switching, which is great. It's going to be a big year for me. I agree. Them. And you know what's sneaky? I was, I've been marinating on this one. I just don't know how it plays out. I think NASCAR is going to come back. Reason being, Rye. Do uh, you know in the last two years, NASCAR went private? It's no longer a publicly traded company. Be careful, Rye. This and, is a, you should be think about how you're going to respond right now because this is going to be a clip. And no. it's all no. <laughs> what we're seeing, bro. Like they're going to change the finale of F1 happened because of Netflix. That last race, all that happened because of Netflix. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what's going to happen with NASCAR, too. definitely things wrong with Bro, that. Bro, sport and media, sport and entertainment is my point. It's all, yes. the money is getting too big. Yes. And F1 became the perfect scene for this, like, entertainment-based sporting stuff. You see it in, in like, Premier League a lot. In the first five seconds of the Liverpool-Chelsea match, Dude elbowed a guy in the face and definitely should have got a red card. And they didn't give him a red card because it would make the game way worse. NBA, we've long known, like, the refs literally just yeah, do whatever the NBA, fuck they NFL, want to do to make the game great. Right. So just be, be on the lookout about NASCAR doing some sneaky things. They're getting their lunch ate by F1, man. They're not having that. I know that. Basketball. Like... Right now, or like you think it's out? I just feel I don't think it's out. I just think it's just like basketball's just going away. It's over. Basketball, it's over. Lamelo, you just were like, I don't think people care about. It. I'm just taking yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I know. Just, I, I just think it's just like too much, and everyone just needs a break. I, I, I'm starting to think the playoffs aren't going to do anything. Not wrong. Too much basketball, guys. Everyone really. I almost wonder if basketball is like too far gone, and it's the it's like the most built out example of what you're talking about, Tyler. With like the commercialization of sports and it not being so much about the sport anymore, it's about like the athletes and like the personalities. And I almost mm-hmm. think that that should be like a warning to other leagues. Yeah, basketball is so oversaturated; it's out of control. You know, it's even more oversaturated than that. Baseball. I disagree. You mean from like a media perspective, or just like? Number of games, like call, like how often? I mean, from a media, no, not number of games. I'm talking about yeah, because the media. I mean, the the baseball's got that stupid media deal, so they're not even nearly as. I'm talking about, about the media. I'm talking about the media aspect where it's like it's all over every TV show. It's all everything everyone talks about every minute of every day. I can get behind that. Yeah, basketball. The NBA has almost become like a. You don't know who plays for who anymore. Doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. You know, you just get these a couple stars and what they do off the court is equally as, like, interesting. Basketball, like, to me, like, the biggest problem with so many of these sports, it's what I just said about baseball, is, like, it's on all the time. It's, like, that's what, like, to me, it's it's a supply and demand thing, just like cards. 
Football's on once a week, right? Okay, you're on one, there's one game, one day, every day of the week, right? There's a Thursday night game, there's a Saturday night game on Christmas, there's Sunday, there's Monday, but like, there's one or two games, right? Sunday's a big day. Basketball's on, the, the Hornets play three times this week. Like, if you want to see LaMelo play, okay, if you don't get him Tuesday, okay, you just watch him Thursday. If you don't get him Thursday, you watch him Saturday. If you don't get him Saturday, you watch him Monday. If you don't get him Monday, like, it's on all the time. It's oversaturated. It's there's too much of it. Like the seasons are too long. Like nobody's trying until the playoffs. Like nobody's trying. You just got to get in. And, and now it's like, Hey, everybody gets in. Like there's 15 different play in games. And then once you get in, like you play in a play in game and a play in game plays a play in game. Like it, it's not even comp- like it's eight months of n- nobody trying. There's no defense. You can't foul anybody. It's ridiculous. Yeah, look, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I really believe that basketball is it took it like jumped over a level where like it almost can't go back unless there's like a huge pullback of like control. And I just don't see that happening. Like there's too much players running like they're 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 moving around too much. No one cares about their team. It's all about like it's just. It's, I hate being like old man yells at cloud, but like it just like no one gives a shit about basketball anymore. And I don't know how to fix that. Well, there's so many stories, right? Like not long ago, you know, like the lore of like Magic Johnson and the Lakers and like it's just there's a million different things pulling at everyone's attention and attention's changing so fast. And like to your point, there's basketball every night. And like people become obsessed with like nobody players and it's so strange to me last point about this before we move on i promise it is going to be very interesting to see how this season finishes when we're three days away from the first pro product of the year coming out and we're halfway through the season what are you talking about what you just spoke in generality hoops hoops basketball comes out friday and we're in this coming friday yeah it comes out friday it's the first product with licensed jerseys out and we're in january what season started in what october i think it's gonna be cheap i think i need the cops on just saying i think it'll be interesting to see how that affects the card market i do with too. product coming out so late in the season i hope it's a wake-up call for everybody we're done with the lou propaganda for now lou had a bunch of good takes we're gonna switch over to ryan ryan had some really good ones starting off with actually he disagreed with the with the resident footy expert on who was going to make the Euro Cup finals. The Euro. I'm going to pick England to win it all. England to win it all. That There's a lot of talent on that roster. I'm going to go with England to win it all, but I'm going to pick them to beat Italy. So Denmark's not even is not even going to make it. Yeah, they're out. They're just mm, not, not a team of destiny. Best story in 15 years until it's not. <laughs> I like that. He had it. England should have won that game too. Freaking <laughs> yeah, rip. That was a good pick by you. Look on record. This is the year of footy. This is the year of footy. I really believe it. We've got a World Cup coming at the end of the year. We got Champions League. We got Premier League. Yeah, the African uh, Nations Cup is about to go down. I strongly believe in footy going into this year. I bought soccer wax. I am trying to buy soccer singles. Like I am interested as well. I think we're finally arriving at the time that we've been talking about for the last like three years. 
Agreed with you. Agreed with you. Yep. All right, Jay, what do we got? I'm not giant dying for a Jordan PSA 10. No different than I'm not dying for a LeBron Topps Chrome 10. I just, the base rookie card isn't what I want to collect. I'd rather have a Jordan autograph or a LeBron, you know, game used patch card out of five. That like that excites me more than just a rookie card. I've never been infatuated with base cards. They're cool. Like I, they're, when you get into cards, the base market is a way for people to get their feet wet, right? It's you buy blaster boxes at Target of Prism and you pull a mellow silver and you trade that for an autograph and you work your way up, right? And the base market is an entry point into cards for so many people. It is it's priced lower, the production is higher, the the volume is higher. Like I believe in the base market as an entry point into cards. It's training wheels for cards. That's what I believe. But I don't believe that is a long-term sustainable investment class in cards. It's never going to be that way. The, the, the population is too high on those. As demand has skyrocketed in the last couple of years, so has production to meet that demand. The rare cards, the, the unique stuff that you can't find every day, you can't find in blasters at Walmart, that plays out long term that those are the cards that will be more desirable. The base cards will always be there. Those kind of cards that game use patches, autos, the rare cards, that kind of stuff will, uh, you know, will play out long term. So. Just just for some context on that clip, um, that was from a show, I believe, back in like February or March, where the Jordan, it was like right after the Jordan, like, went crazy on, you know, those two sold for like whatever, 700 and change. And you just didn't understand, um, you know, why the base cards were getting that much love. You just were saying you weren't into it for that price. You'd much rather have, you know, a, 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 an auto or something along those lines. So that was a good call because that those have taken a significant dip since that point. Yeah, I also would say that that's probably been like my biggest adjustment year over like this year to last year is like I'm. I'm where Ryan is now and he was right the whole time and I should have seen it like it's just too much of that stuff floating around for it to be as expensive as it as it gets yeah I mean I Ryan you pull you the way you navigated I think F1 too was same way is what I've seen from you and it's just supply and demand right supply and demand and I think something that's so important is uh talked about a lot I, now in nfts is like also just like find what you like you gotta define what you like and don't like it because you see other people are having it it will lead to the best outcomes yes for sure all right jay what do we got okay well you're gonna make this prediction in season two you made it in season one but it came true in season two and you wanted some love on it what about the Jokic MVP pick? We're just gonna glaze right over that, or I mean, if you call like posting about it seven times in the past week, every yeah, other text what message being about how like Ty, Lou and I, no matter if we post it every day for each of us for the next month, we'd still be behind on the Tyler propaganda. That's true, but for you to be like, oh, no one's giving me any credit for Jokic. We know just saying thirty-seven like, main. Like, what? It. I mean, like out of left field. Joe was, was talking pick. about it, it on Sports Center the other day. But that's how much it was. like 3,000 to 1 odds or something crazy. Yeah, well, it was a really good pick. 
You did call it. It's something I'll never forget. About. I like that Ryan's job is to bring up things to talk about on the show. And then he's like, no one's bringing this up. It's like, literally, that's like what you're supposed to do in that moment. <laughs> By the way, he's having a better year. He is. Yeah, he's really he's good. good. They won't give it to him again this year, though. It's just his brothers are just, it's the family, too. Like, they're just awesome. All right. He's a different cat. Next, next one, Jay. We're going to get into some Tyler propaganda at this point. It's a, it's a, hit that time in the show. Tyler, anybody who watches the show knows that Tyler has uh, been long soccer since season one. But uh, he started talking about it again in the beginning of season two. And then well, we'll run that clip first. When you mentioned August 2019, I just remember it's, it is the single thing that got me hooked uh, on cards was just soccer cards there was so little of it i mean there was maybe five or six people at national that like were there talking soccer i'll be intrigued then tied to see what it's like this time i went last time and i don't like i remember one a couple guys in the back that had a had a good amount of it um that's mostly what they did some soccer some pokemon but i just don't remember seeing a lot of like soccer cards right so then we went to the show in march and soccer was everywhere. And that was this clip. Ryan, as an unbiased individual, do you feel that there was a lot of people coming up asking you about the footy game? There was a lot more soccer chatter than I had anticipated, for sure. I think soccer, again, as someone that picks it up and is intrigued by it, right, doesn't follow it like, you know, you do. Follows it probably a little bit more than my guy Lou does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, there was a lot more. That would have probably been kind of that, like, you know, KD, baseball, and then soccer. I love Dallas. Every time I see a clip from of us from Dallas, I get warm, fuzzy feelings in my heart. Love it. Dallas is the best. I cannot wait to go back. I love that show. Pro Dallas. Base footy is dealing with the same thing as everything else, by the way. Like, your Sapphire product, a lot of that is also in a down spot but kaboom stuff i was just with my buddy the other night who has the uh holland i think he has a gold auto flow has the orange flow he's the orange he, i was with him the other night speaking of and jameel the pokemon thing we'll get into all that but yeah i think that there's still a lot of prospecting and footy to be done i'm excited to see the products with tops uh Chrome Champions League from Fanatics. I was pumped about that for Tops and Fanatics. So yeah, I, I I'm all in this year on footy cards. And clearly this COVID cold that I have right now. Another big W for Tyler this year was his breakdown of what was coming in the NHL market. I think there's massive upside in the NHL. And I think we've talked about it on this show before, right when that deal was announced. The people that did that deal need to make sure it's worth their while. And so they're going to have pull a lot of tricks up their sleeve. You see it all the time when IP gets purchased or collaborations start to happen. If you really dig in, there's always a reason why. And I think you're going to start seeing a massive uptick in distribution of content and media around the sport comparatively to the last two years because the rights holders knew that it was sunsetting. So why would they continue to build the asset when the second the contract's over, it's irrelevant to them anyway? That's how I will say, I mean, I, I haven't followed the market as much. It's still, you know, McDavid or bust. But 
I've seen commercials for like hockey games and stuff like that, but I don't feel like I've seen a lot of like content creation on social in terms of like, hey, this guy had this awesome play or this guy did this other than McDavid, right? Like McDavid has a moment, it goes viral because McDavid is like crazy, right? So like when he has a moment, Barstool tweets it, a lot of people tweet about it. Maybe just because he's so much better than everybody else, but I don't feel like I've seen a lot of like, Hey, look at Crosby did. Hey, look at Ovechkin did. I just don't see as like, I expect that there to be a little bit more this year. Again, Mm -hmm. I know it's a little different than the card market, but I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's fair. How much do you watch ESPN? Not, uh, not a ton. Rarely ever. I think that's, I think that's by and large what it comes down to. I don't watch too much of it either. I don't watch. I just don't think, you know, Um, ESPN is going to be spending millions of dollars. And my first thought is, Hey, they're going to put all their money into TV. Like TV's dying. Like it's not it's not doing well to begin with. Like social is where everybody's at. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm not seeing ads on Facebook or in my TikTok stream or, you know, anything on Twitter about Ovechkin and the goal record with Gretzky that he could break. Like I don't know. I'm just the, the market's hot. I don't I don't mean to, you know, bash your take. I'm not trying to do that. Like I believe cards I are, right. are, are are a play, but I'm just surprised by the, the the lack of social content I've seen. And as you bring up McDavid, uh, Tyler, since he was high on the on the uh, hockey market, he made a play. I did make a, a play, and at, at Dallas, and I'm pumped about. It. I'm oh, really, yeah, yeah. I'm really fired up about that McDavid pickup. Uh, what is it? It's an ultimate. It's uh, ultimate. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm just card. excited about it on card auto. I thought I got a great deal for it. This Good. hat is unbelievable. The Bobby Bowden hat did get a good deal. I should have went way harder. I should have went way harder. Isn't that Sorry. like our number one rule yeah. anytime anybody ever asks what kind of advice you have is, hey, when you believe in something, double, triple down on it? It's so hard to do, though. It's so hard. Yeah. Now, this is what I'm looking forward to. Let's, let's get, let's get <sighs> into this. Bad taste. <laughs> The Ryan Johnson show. I couldn't be happier with how the draft turned out. I got my quarterback. I got a new left guard. I got a new wide receiver. But the most important thing is that Ryan Johnson is now attached to the hip with Jared Stidham and Mac Jones. That is the future of Ryan Johnson. Yeah, it's like, why couldn't the Niners mess all this up from the start and just take Mac Jones? <laughs> he said the Ryan Johnson. I feel wait, this is a bad take? That guy, I, can I get an update on where you are? I don't believe Mac Jones is like that, that good. I don't think he's like strong take, right? I don't think he's like super uber talented. Like he's the definitely pa- not. The Patriots are good. They have Bill Belichick. Like, but like Mac Jones isn't like Patrick Mahomes. That's for certain. Like he's not like, uh, that's yeah. Like I like the Patriots. Like. I want him to win. Like, I would love to see him win the Super Bowl. But, like, you're like, hey, Mac Jones. I just don't think Mac Jones is, like, I'm telling you, I would rather have Trevor Lawrence. I would rather have Trevor Lawrence. Wouldn't even be close. By the way, he kind of stinks, too. So. He, he stinks. He went through a pretty, like. Guess who, the best, guess who the best rookie quarterback is? Justin Fields? No, 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 <laughs> sir. Uh, who, who are you saying it is? I'm, I'm just thinking That's about. Right. Going forward, who would you rather have? Everyone thought that the NFL season ended five weeks ago. 
No, sir. Zach Wilson is not the answer you're looking for. Someone's been looking pretty good recently. Yeah. When I when I prepared this next clip and I put it into the bad takes, that was a couple weeks ago. But I'm gonna run it as is. I I almost thought about shifting it up to the good takes. Somebody went toe to toe with Super Bowl champions. Oh yeah. We're making that bet, right? That's what we're doing. Well, you guys have. I'm definitely. I'm definitely willing to. Okay, so so the bet is that Zach Wilson will not finish in the top three offensive rookie of the year voting. So you are saying that Zach Wilson will not finish in the top three, which is essentially what you're saying is that Trevor, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields will finish ahead of him, right? Or some wide receiver. Or Najee Harris. Which is accurate. Yeah, and also the bet got voided when Zach got hurt, so that's unfortunate. But, um, <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, the bet got voided due to injury. That was, like, agreed upon. That was previously agreed upon. Zach Wilson, man. He stinks. I, he doesn't stink. You haven't been watching. You haven't been watching. Let's go. We have a trifecta of terrible takes here that Ryan's been waiting for. Can we revel in the fact that Tyler Hero went from Hobby Darling to couldn't be more irrelevant in the league? That's true. He's had a run. That is all I'm bringing up. There was no Michael Porter Jr. You were trying to get some chatter in there? No. What I was trying to say is. At least he's playing. Michael Porter Jr. might miss next year. For what? Back injury or knee or whatever. Fucking disaster. If this is the worst time, guy gets injured one time in his career. Three years later, people are saying he might not play. I don't get the Michael Porter Jr. thing. It's now just a meme, and Tyler doesn't even pay attention to Michael Porter Jr. He just brings them up, right? That's not true. (laughs) I'm stacking MPJs, baby. But Michael Porter Jr. signed a max deal, five years, $207 million. And I asked Tyler if he thought he deserved that money. And And I went off. I think he's a perfect person to give a max deal to. And I think he's going to (sighs) surprise everyone that is still down on him. Because most people have turned the corner from calling him a bum bum. If you saw his playoff performances last season, obviously the bubble mattered for him. But it's going to play out. I'm either going to be the dopiest dope that ever was a dope, or I'm going to look great. Tyler? What happened? That first clip is my favorite. That first clip is my favorite. Yeah, he got one injury on his back three years ago, and people were thinking he's not going to play this year. He's like, why is he going to miss? And he's like, I don't know, a back injury? How did they... Wow. What do you mean, how? Like, it was the most obvious... Like I hope that he gets better. It seems like I hope it's okay. It was the most obvious re-injury situation Do you of think all the time. GM watched Car Talk and was just a fan of me as opposed to a fan of y'all. How does he get signed to a max deal and then literally doesn't have nerves in his back two weeks later? Not only that, you said he was the perfect <laughs> person to give a max deal. <laughs> Which made no I sense was at the time. so Michael Porter Jr. I mean, <sighs> I hitched my oh, wagon my to dance. that horse. Wow. That's all right. It happens. Okay, so last night, Lou sent a message to the entire uh, Card Talk text group asking what maniac would be buying Sam Darnold cards right now. But back in Dallas. I've had a Darnold kaboom 
since July. I've gotten four offers on it this weekend, and I refuse to move it. Sold it. When did you sell it? Uh, right before the season started, actually. By the way, he, if you don't forget, they were 4-0, I'm pretty sure, or 3-0. He had just he had yeah, just won a the big year. Sunday night. Was it Sunday night or Monday night game? And they will walk about. He does the interview post game on the stage, and he was like everything. He was le- he was leading the league in rushing back. touchdowns. Yeah, I mean they beat the Jets. They started off so hot, man. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Will he be on a roster next year? Where's he at? Is he he's signed yeah. in Carolina still? Okay. Yeah, I mean Chad Henney no, and Blake Bortles, or yeah, Blake Bortles. I mean, some of these guys have made careers out of being a backup. To be honest, he sounds like a Browns backup candidate. Interesting, the old Baker backup. Yeah, QB competition. I'm sure that's coming. God, Jay, what do we got next? I want to point out that Tom Brady was a $1,700 card this time last year, the Bowman Chrome, and that card is now a twelve and a half thousand dollar card. So. The, the 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 legends thing, Tyler. I'm with you, by the way, because I was looking at. I actually did. I took the step that you didn't take to look, and I was like, "Nah." Those are like twenty grand, I think. I'm I'm pulling it up right now. I think those are like eighteen to twenty. Brady Bowman Chrome, right? Yeah, ten. Yeah, that was a big mistake, huh? Uh, value nineteen k. Yeah, I mean, we completely. It's unbelievable the way we're like, yeah, 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 just do what you believe. And then we have the things we believe and then we don't do them. It's unbelievable. What do we got here, Jay? He pitched yesterday and then played the outfield last night. Did you know that? That's cool. So I'm not like, is it flash in the panty cool or like? It's flash in the panty cool three months in. Whoa, he's not flash in the panty. I did actually, Jay. I can't believe we're doing this. Like, this is so (laughs) stupid. He's been good for three months. Lou, it's definitely thinking. I don't know if you guys checked out the second half stats, but like, he wasn't that great. I mean, he was the AP athlete of the year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's great. Was. That's and not MVP. a function of anything. Ty, they give a lot of awards out like that to a lot of people who. I mean, it's only one person that can okay. win AP male athlete of the year every year. Like, okay. We're going to just skip one right person. One. <laughs> he pretty much had one of the most. Insane years. He had a phenomenal. A he had a phenomenal athlete. year. He had an awesome year as a professional athlete. I'll stand very firm on the flash in the panty. You think Otani is flash in the panty? Still to this day. Yep. To this day, January third, twenty twenty-two. Do you Fourth, think that he pitches and hits for the next couple of years? Still, yes, yes. Where are you at on that, Ryan? I just don't follow baseball enough to give an educated opinion. It's one of the. You're not opinions. watching Angels at 11:30 p.m. on a Wednesday. Exactly. I'm just. I just don't care. Like uh, I'd be lying if I told you. You don't watch bad baseball teams that have a couple good players on it. No, I mean, I, again, Otani's numbers. I mean, like to win, to pitch like that and bat like that. That's, I. You know, it's, obviously, I've never seen it. So that seems pretty good to me. I mean, obviously, Rick, it's never, it's never been done, but. I mean, since Babe Ruth, right? But Rick I don't, I don't follow. I don't follow enough. All right, so we've definitely had our share of funny moments in in this season's, uh, you know, as as we went along, that became like terms that we use every time. So let's run some of those. The other thing I like about the Tour de France is no one calls it France. It's just the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> so true. 
It's never been called well, France by anyone, but for some reason, we call it the Tour de France. That's amazing. I love me some Tour de France. Oh, I'm man. going. I want to go to. I want to go to the Tour de France. I know so you told excited. me. You told us. I'm so. Ex- I'm jealous. I think that's how it got brought so up. Much. The Tour de France. Yeah, card talk live from the Tour de France. Can you imagine the Tour de France live show? Well, we got to do F1 this year, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm telling you, I will be in Miami Same. for F1. For sure. 100% will be there. We will, we will be in Miami. Love it. And you know what thing we didn't talk about? Lefty. <laughs> what? Man, Lefty. What is Lefty? What, <laughs> like Lefty? Lefty? Like, like Phil Mickelson? Mick, like God. the legend himself? I didn't, you guys are saying like, Lefty. Like I should just know that off the top of my head. No, you definitely should. You should like, That's I had a couple things going on this weekend. I wasn't really tuned in to the PGA Championship. My bad. Yeah, but lefties like that's not like. Well, it's like it's like an all time sports. Sport. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're talking about like left go getting married. <laughs> I, I didn't even notice he throws in the left go getting <laughs> married. A couple <laughs> things going on this weekend. <laughs> oh, that's rich. That was a big moment. That, that was, was definitely a big moment. I think one guy we didn't m- mention this discussion. Hold on, because I know you're going to say it, and I want to. Yeah, say relax, it. Ryan. Let other people yeah. talk. Jalen Hurts no. is interesting. No, <laughs> that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Ryan, Jalen Hurts was your guy. He's not going to be starting in Philly. <laughs> Ryan got destroyed in the comments more than I think any no other way. time in no. any clip that I've ever no realized that when he yeah, was slandering Jalen Hurts. And no way. Hurts no <laughs> way. He's not that good. No way. Jalen Hurts stinks. I'm just telling you. I'm, I am. I'm going to. This this, Lou, you got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. No. no, I'm tripling oh. down on this. Jalen Hurts. I'm not. A, Does no, it feel no, like I it? I do not believe in Jalen Hurts. What? Isn't he like a Philly guy? <laughs> no, they brought in Minshew like as a backup. I just don't think he's gonna. Die. I... <laughs> they yeah, that is that fair, fair. I think they got. I think they got what three first rounders this year. I bet they. I bet Hurts is not starting for Philly next year. Wow. Um, you just January see a 4th, clip where like, people fell out of the stands and he was like giving them all a Philly brotherly love and they were like all about it. That's great, starting? man. That's fantastic. When Tom Brady beats him on in the first round of the playoffs Who and he goes home, like start? he's wow. getting them in the no. he got into the playoffs. Mark mark the date, January. 4th. You could have let this one go so easily and it would have been fine. I don't know why you're sticking to this. I have like a, a car wash pass. So I love going to the car wash. You have a car wash pass? Yeah, it's like $32 a month. That's the and most I can, Ryan Johnson it's, thing I've It's unlimited. So it's the, it's the best thing in the world. I love it. How many times a month do you go to the car wash? Um, not as many as you think. Like three? No, more. <laughs> Six times. Six times? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Less than you think. Less time. More times than you think. Six times. I love I have become a car wash guy. I've let Ryan know that. Ryan loves the car wash. It's very funny to be like, yeah, like less times than you think. Only like six. Are you still putting in six? No. I haven't been to the car wash in a month. That's tough. They got <laughs> Yeah, they got me for thirty two, that's win. for sure. They always at thirty two. I'm never getting that back. 
All right. Well, Ryan fired up that hilarious moment with uh, he, he backed it up with another hilarious moment. Got it. Those are the same people that like don't let you let you wear shoes in the house. I'm not a big shoes in the house guy. See, so like me either. Yeah. No, you don't see. wear shoes in the house, dude. No, that doesn't bother me. You have shoes on right now? Absolutely. Oh my! Wow! Absolutely. <laughs> <You> record <laughs> Yeah, but like my shoes are clean. I keep my shoes clean. I take my shoes off like when we record the podcast together. But that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I can't even put on shoes for that. <laughs> Ryan, do you have shoes on right now? No, I have slippers on. All right, that's, fine. All right, that's better. All right. Commendable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I, if it wasn't, I would have something on my feet at all times. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm currently shoeless and socks. Yes. In the summer, like when it's like I got shorts and a t-shirt on and we're recording live car talk. Yeah, I'll have shoes on for sure. Still stand by that. That and Jalen Hurts is not going to be starting next year. Those are my two stances at the moment. Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. I love that guy. All right. Ryan's a podcast professional, and uh, when 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 Lou and Tyler were talking about their two favorite color parallels, we got this out of Ryan. New color, great color. I respect it. Thank you. A little bit less than purple, but I respect it. They're both great colors. I have nothing bad to say about purple. So speaking of purple and orange, the Suns. Oh. These guys are professional. These guys recorded a couple podcasts. These guys know how to record. That was good. That was good. Good job. How do you do that, Ry? That's like a natural born talent. I actually believe that. By the way, you've been around the block. You you kind of know what you're doing, Ry. Give yourself a little credit. Nah, man, just got luck. You guys carry it. Is this the wall? These faces. I've been waiting. Unbelievable. Most people are like, you paint your wall. I'm like, yeah, I paint my wall. And you went black too. It's a very interesting play. Yeah, well, it's it's really like more like a green blue. It just might look like black because the lighting. We're gonna, we're gonna need to get a poll on that. Unless that's just it's the furthest green. thing from black. Okay, that's a brown wall. <laughs> that's a brown wall. <laughs> that's not a green blue wall. It looks brother. brown in the clip, <laughs> but it's blue. I believe you that it's blue. I believe you that it's blue. I'm just telling you it's. We see brown. It looks kind of brown. It's a really dark shade of blue. We're aligned. A friend that sits outside my window. It's a dove, and I just There's found no out his nickname. It's a it's a dove. There's no doves in dove. New York City. It's bro. Jordan Dove. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ty. What's on your mind? That's a pigeon, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's a dove. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pigeon. <laughs> oh man, that's rich. That's Jordan good. Love. By the way, Jordan Love. Yikes. They're gonna need to bring back Rodgers next year. He won't be a starting quarterback next year. Jordan Love will not be a starting quarterback. Oh, it's a Jemmy. I ended up cracking the case and submitted it in an order with PSA. And somewhat to my surprise, I was able to pull off. I was able to pull a Jemmy. Respect. This has got to be like the luckiest play of the week of all time. A GMA 10, 1985 Donruss is a PSA 10. Was a Jemmy? Cracking and smacking, pulling a yeah. Jemmy? Like, is that? Yeah, listen, when you crack and slap and you get a Jemmy, it's tough to get mad <laughs> at the person. Yeah. Hell of a job to get a Jemmy out of this one. It's a good Jemmy. 
Yeah, you can't be mad at the jammy. Like, you just can't. <laughs> you guys rise up. Yeah, I don't want to overplay it. I don't want to overplay jammy, but I love jammy. I was at a card show that morning, bought a $20 Mike White card, and flipped it into like $275. Yes, that was the Mike White thing. Gave away my play because that dude said jammy. Hey, look. It matters. It'd be a conflict of interest if you won. And you also didn't negotiate on a Mike yep. White auto. That was the point. Yeah, I think there's more yeah. to that play. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, if I'm this Mike White, he's going to start. Here's $20. Yeah, leave it off the 15th. We're like, hey, <laughs> how about five? Mike yeah, White. Just buried yourself. Mike White, I think, is was like. a moment. A moment in the NFL this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we were trying to record a podcast at the National and just got rudely interrupted. Amazing to meet so many people, and I can't wait to be back. Show doors closed. That's it for you, boy. Yeah, let's get the schedule for Saturday. Let's get out. There we go. Eight thirty. Uh huh. I love these guys, but this is ridiculous. This is insane. This is the third time in our podcast, and this has only been for. 14 minutes. They had three announcements in the last 14 minutes. They gave us a 13-minute warning until they were closed. <laughs> that was good fun banter. We actually talked, right? Didn't they hit us up, Lou? Yeah, we did. We talked to him, yeah. He's a legend. He's been around the block. The guy's been yeah, making announcements at the National for years. I cannot wait till the National. You know something? That's the last show you uh, the that all of us have been at together. Well, are we going to talk about since Mink Collective is not happening, are we going to potentially go to a certain shop in a certain city in a certain state? I'm going to I know about go Dallas, Dallas in the next 24 hours. I am sneaking into it. Uh, but going to Ohio would really be... I think that'd be fun. In. I think we might be making a track. Right? All right. Well, Tyler will like this one because he'll give him a chance to talk about his boy. Uh, so this is from Trey. Oh, no. He says, this is the best one ever. He says, I bought zero Ryan Tannehill cards. Saved a lot of money by not doing it because he's not a good QB. Oh, Get that in a one of those JPEG things Tyler calls NFTs. Get him one of those and certify that. That's oh, wild. my God. The integrity of Play of the Week is now dead, but it was worth it for that. Meanwhile... Number one seed in the AFC. Is it locked in or something happened? They have to win. They have to win on. They have to win on Sunday. They have to win. They have to win in the extra week. I don't have much without Derek. I don't don't have much. I was on your side. Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback by far than Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's okay. A quarterback of the number one seeded team right now doesn't happen often. Yeah, Tannehill's definitely played. has had his moments in the last, you know, eight weeks post Derrick Henry. He also had one of the worst games all year. They're the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, you have Derrick Henry for the first 13 weeks. What about the last, like, seven weeks? Thank you, Lou. (laughs) Thank you, Lou. I admire you. I'm on your side. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe people will wake up to it. And actually, I bought a Ryan Tannehill card off a dude on Twitter the other day. Because now everyone just tags me when people are talking about Ryan Tannehill. I just get tagged by Brian Center. And uh, so it was like slanging a $2 Tannehill and someone tagged me and I just bought it from the guy. Gave him $5. That's awesome. Pause for one second. Ryan, 
please put some respect on my name as a two and zero pack war champion of Card Drop Live. Like two and zero with an asterisk. Thank you, thank you. It's I mean, unbelievable the disrespect I get on this show. Unbelievable. I mean, you made up a rule about like a set for the first one. I didn't make up a rule. Whatever. We're moving on. Yeah, lose yeah. rules and pack wars. Or yeah. Anyone was anyone was <laughs> free to, of the five percent of things that I knew going into Card Talk Live. One of them was the rules <laughs> that me and Tyler agreed to, and then he lost and tried to say that I made up rules. Yeah, like how could a rule be bogus if they agreed to it? If it was bogus, they should have not agreed to it right off the bat. If you agree to it. It's the one thing I knew going into the show. This is also the same guy that said that Zach Wilson missed one he game, miss one so game. he's missed automatically disqualified for the, the, of the year. Well, quarter of the season last year. Now it's like less. Uh, like a fifth. Also, I think that Jonathan Taylor one of one is a pretty big card. Probably. <laughs> that was pulled during that show. All right, let's go. All right. This is the final clip, and this was in bad takes, and I moved it to funny takes. I was almost going to move it to good takes because of how Tom Brady has looked the last couple of weeks against the Saints getting shut out and against our Jets not really looking so hot until the very end. Look great either. Are you ridiculous? He leads. You don't even NFL care about Tom Brady, Ryan. Shut up. He has thirty-five touchdowns. You literally said five minutes ago he's he wasn't a in your Michigan top five. Man. You just said we're seeing the. He's the MVP front runner at this point. You just, he looks you objectively just worse. The you just protected him like he's your like he looks objectively brother worse or something. Brian, I mean, he's a top four NFL MVP candidate. I mean, four NFL. That's the first time that's ever been cited in the history of the world. <laughs> he's, he's definitely good. I don't know. He's I mean, definitely a lot worse than he was a year ago today. I I mean, he doesn't have half of his offensive. You're roster. right. He only has Mike he's Evans and, in the middle and of the Gronk game. and he had Antonio Brown until Sunday. Like, I, I mean, half a Sunday. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't have Godwin. Doesn't have Fournette. Doesn't have Ronald Jones. The starting three corners. Oh, the starting are hurt. three I mean, corners. That's a big part of Tom Brady's success. It's, I'm just saying. I think he's the same quarterback. Yeah. I don't. I'm not picking him to win the I Super Bowl. I think I year, did though. pick them. <laughs> you better not. But I don't know where I stand currently. Don't let I mean, I also picked the Browns. Oh. Is that all we got, Jay? That's all we got. All right. I love it. It's been a journey. Well, that's season two. Man, what an episode. Yeah, that was pretty good. Sometimes sometimes I wonder how we how, how we get all this stuff organically. Like how this stuff is like happens. Like it, it's amazing looking back on here and be like, man, we had some moments and yeah. it just happens. There was a lot of fun. Yeah, I felt like there were a lot more there were a lot more good takes this uh season than there were bad takes. I mean, I was searching long and hard to find some really good bad takes and we found some, you know, some some funny ones, but there were, you know, as you look back, I mean, you guys pretty much predicted a lot of the trends in the market way in advance of them happening, especially that first clip in January where, you know, you were talking about how it's not just baseball, basketball, and football anymore. I think that really played out and looked good at the end. All right. That's a bow on season two. I'm excited for season three, boys. We got fanatics, craziness happening. We got hoops products coming out shortly. We got World Cup this year. We got probably the most demand for F1 going into this season. We've got NFL playoffs are about to begin. We've got card shows. COVID's throwing some crazy shit, but 
We'll, we'll be uh, on the road. We're going to get to Rye's shop. There's some content from out there. We've got the play of the week po app thing. Hopefully, we can all start having a unified front in terms of merchandise and apparel and being able to not just get things for Jay. Um, but I'm excited. And I want to thank you three and Judy, who's off the screen, uh, for everything in season two. And we'll be back a week from today, kicking off season three. Yeah, I mean, what a what a year considering, you know, Ty, like you said, it's it's been almost two years since we had our first like, hey, let's do a podcast type thing. And, you know, we did what, six or eight weeks of trial and error where we just hey, let's see how we can do this. Right. And I mean, that's what's crazy is we never ended up posting any of the like, hey, let's let's get you, me and, uh, you know, Lou on a on a podcast and see how we talk. And I mean, just all the all the nuances of that. It's just it's it's cool to see how far we've come. So appreciate everybody for uh, for listening for another year. It's a uh, season two was great, but season three is going to be even better for sure. Agreed. Stay safe. Stay healthy, everyone. Hope you have a great week. The comments in the YouTube. Give us love. Or don't. Keep us going is what I really meant. You don't have to give us love. You can hate on us if you want. Uh, but we'll see you there. See you guys next week. Peace, King. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.